Welcome to Child Chat, a developmental conversation with me, Parker Kalman, for an idea spawned from myself and Dr. Claudia Pineda for an independent study at Cal State Fullerton. The views and opinions in this program don't express the views of Titan Radio, Titan Communications, CSUF, or any of its affiliates. Our focus is to create a conversation that touches the infinitely expanding topic of child development. Theories from Ainsworth to Vygotsky, cultural competence, parenting styles, all the way to nature versus nurture. Anything here at Child Chat is fair game. Today, we have three special guests, Sydney, Beck, and Josephine, who are peers of mine at Fullerton, who are also getting their degree in child and adolescent development. I had the opportunity and privilege of studying abroad in Thailand only a couple months before the COVID-19 pandemic spread across the globe. Today, we are going to discuss what life has been like as students and child majors while the world is going through a global pandemic. Please keep in mind this recording took place over an online call and may cut out due to unstable internet connection. Now it's time to get into some child chat. Hello, I am here joined by Becca, Sydney, and Josephine. Becca, Sydney, and Josephine, how are you doing today? Good. 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 I'm so excited to be talking to you. Becca, Josephine, and Sydney are actually my peers. We went on a trip uh, to Thailand for a study abroad for the uh, for the cast department for, for child and adolescent development. And I'm so excited to be joined by them. I wanted to just discuss with you about, you know, things, how things have been during quarantine and the stay at home order that's been going on. And just talk to us like people and just have a conversation and also as students and see how things are going. Um, so first off, how are you guys all doing during the quarantine? If, if you want to speak up, feel free to just speak up if you have something to say. Uh, just, you know, raise your hand if you want to. I don't, we're going to see how this goes. So how's everybody doing? Oh, we're good. All right. We can speak in first. I'm hanging in there. <laughs> You're hanging in there? Um, yeah, I think in the beginning or in the beginning of quarantine was definitely more difficult um, just because none of us predicted that we were going to be stuck in our homes for this long. But I think as time goes on, you know, we're adjusting to a new normal. And I think in the beginning, I kind of expected to be really productive just being at home all the time and just, I don't know, getting caught up in all the things that I wanted to do. But I realized that it's not like a productivity like competition with anyone or even myself. So I think that's why I'm okay now. In the beginning, it was just really hard for me to cope with everything, being on top of like senior year, not being able to go to school, not being able to work. And then also just trying to be a good student, but also trying to be a better person like at home in the beginning by being super productive. Um, I realized like to be like, I wanted all those things to happen, but it was kind of unrealistic in the beginning, but I'm okay now because I realized like I don't have to be productive all the time. And it's really nice to figure out, I guess like my priorities now that I have all the time in the world and I don't know, it's just like focusing on the relationships that I have and focusing on myself a lot more. But, yeah. I like, think this is just like, so it's just so unprecedented. Yeah. Like no one knows what's going on really. It's, it's, you know, from the start, it was just, it seemed like this would be like, okay, maybe like maybe a month. And then now it's kind of like, okay, this thing's never going to end. Like we don't know. We have no idea. So Becca and Sydney, how are you guys doing? I feel a lot of the same stuff as Josephine. Um, the lack of productivity that I face I don't know if it's just my personality or if everyone's feeling this, but uh, the 
the fear of not doing enough, um, like with our senior year and with this is the time where we're supposed to apply to internships, maybe master programs, getting those new jobs. I had a new job that um, had to get delayed. And so that was a little frustrating with um, my hours being cut. It's, it's a fear of the unknown during this pandemic. I mean, we're living through a crisis. And so I think that not knowing what the future holds um, is really scary for everyone, not only with the world, but just on a personal level of career-wise, um, of just the steps after. But um, I've taken this time to reflect a lot about myself and my needs, um, and then also the people around me. It just kind of shows like who who is really there for you during this kind of time and who you still stay in contact with and um, just like your motivational levels and your productivity levels. And so it's a lot of self-reflection um, through a time where it's really scary for everyone. Yeah, Sydney, what about you? Yeah, um, it's really been a roller coaster. Like some days I'm super productive and I get up early and I'm on my schoolwork and other days I can't get out of bed because it's just so warm and cozy in there and <laughs> Netflix is just right <laughs> on my phone, you know, so it's been really hard. But other days I'm super productive, but um, I've been learning to just try and be okay with like, okay, um, it's okay if you just kind of like hang out for a while as long as you get your work done. Um, but now that we only have like two more weeks of school left, it's been um, kind of like, okay, you have to get these things last five essays done before the school year wraps up. And it's also trying not to put so much pressure on myself because it's credit, no credit. Like it's pass or fail this semester and you get to see your grades. But for me, I've been struggling with like, oh my gosh, I have like an 83 in this class. What am I going to do? But in the end, I'm graduating. My GPA doesn't matter anymore. I could get the pass or credit and still be fine, but it's still that pressure of like academics on this whole quarantine life, you know? So. Yeah, totally. And, and that's a good transition to start talking about like, how are you guys dealing with, um, you went into it a little bit, Sydney, but how are you guys dealing with um, being stuck at home? Some of you, are you all three graduating? Yes. I'm taking an extra semester. Okay. So um, I'm taking courses in the summer and then I'm going part-time in the fall. Got it. So you're all in upper division. Mm -hmm. You guys are all sort of towards the tail end of your, you know, your bachelor's degree. So, so, being students for the past three or so years, you know, taking classes all, mostly do you guys take classes all in person? Yeah. <laughs> My first semester taking online. Um, I don't take online for a reason. I like personal interaction. I like going to office hours. I like group conversations um, because I just feel like they're more genuine. I feel like I'm more productive and I signed up for that. I didn't sign up for online classes. So it's been a really hard transition for me um, personally. And it's a little frustrating when I paid money for mm. like in-person classes, but then I'm getting online. And so I kind of feel gypped in a way. Um, but given like the situation, obviously, I'd rather have it this way than not have school at all. Um, but yeah, it's been 
a little stressful because this is not what I signed up for. Yeah. And it's, and it's so difficult right now because I've been feeling the same way. It's like, I've been so bummed that I can't go out and can't go see my friends. And like, I can't even graduate. You know, I'm also graduating in the next couple of weeks. I can't walk and my family can't see me. And, and like, there's all these things that I just wish would be a certain way. And it's almost like we can't really feel sorry for ourselves because like there are people out there that are sick and people that are dying from, from this virus that's going around. And it's so hard, like, it's so petty of me to say, you know, oh, I wish, you know, but at the same time, like, we need to, we need to acknowledge that. And I think that's important that a lot of people and a lot of students, especially uh, at Cal State Fullerton are feeling the same way about what's been going on. Um, And Josephine, you sort of talked about, you know, productivity and, you know, some days are better than others. And um, how are you doing with school? How are you doing with, you know, the tail end of the semester right now? I'm not gonna lie. I think the beginning was really hard. Even now, um, senioritis has definitely hit me. So, <laughs> so what, like what Sydney said, having five essays due like before the semester ends, I'm definitely feeling it. Um, my productivity levels in the beginning of the quarantine were not great. Um, right now, it's like I'm, I'm fairly productive now. It's mostly just focusing on school. And surprisingly, like this semester, I'm taking seven classes and I actually like all seven of them. Wow. So it's, it's a lot. Weird. It's a hefty load. Yeah, no, but it's weird because I have essays in pretty much all of my classes. And usually I don't like essays, but after just like sitting at home and reading, because it's all like research papers. So I'm actually invested in a lot of the papers that I'm writing, which is rare for me. So right now I'm doing pretty well when it comes to school, but I also procrastinated a lot. So that's another reason why I'm so focused on school. <laughs> Do you think you procrastinate more when you're in uh, quarantine, when you've been at, been at home? Um, I think the reason why I procrastinated wasn't so much because I feel like I'm a diligent worker, but the reason why I feel like I procrastinated was because I wasn't in a good, I feel like I didn't have a good mental space or like I didn't have, like I wasn't in the right mental mindset in the beginning of the quarantine, like personal life has shifted a lot. So I didn't really procrastinate because I don't know, like there's my phone to use. It was more so I didn't know how to deal with the new normal that I had to adjust to. So, so you are, so you're saying that it's, it's easier to procrastinate when you're at home and during, during this whole quarantine situation? Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I think most there's so many distractions. Like Sydney, wow. you were saying, you were saying Netflix. Like it's just yeah. sitting right there. And, you know, I have, you know, I like to play video games every now and again. And I just, I get to my desk and I look over and I see my Xbox and it's hard not to hit the on button yep. when I have a 15 page paper due in, you know, a couple weeks. So mm-hmm. I, I totally understand. So Sydney, uh, as far as relationships, like with teachers, so, you know, you've been at Fullerton. Have, did you start at Fullerton or did you transfer? I did. I started at Fullerton my freshman year. So being at Fullerton for a few years now, uh, Cal State Fullerton, and seeing kind of the relationships you have with your professors, how do you think they have been um, coping 
as far as, you know, this semester with, you know, switching everything to online, having a bunch of classes, you know, in person. And I'm sure that's their passion is being in front of a, you know, large group of uh, students and being able to just teach them the content that's going on. How do you feel about what's going on uh, with the teachers in, in the switch? Yeah, I think um, a lot of them, I, at first, I think they just didn't know what to do um, because I think they also didn't know how long this was going to go for. Um, they were trying to just go day by day. I actually had a professor who started to switch online while we were still in school. Um, she had like this weird feeling that we were going to switch on to online in like two weeks. And I kind of like didn't believe her like oh two weeks is so soon it's yeah. not gonna happen it seems so unbelievable at the time yeah it did and so the fact that she had already prepared was really awesome because it allowed for a smoother transition um and she's always emailing us, us and texting us through remind um so she made the transition really smooth but i think like she always tells us that she misses the class and it's an art class for art 380. Um, and she like just, it's different from going to a hands-on art class to an online module. Um, it's just totally different. So. Especially with an art class. <laughs> yeah. You know, where, where that's more of a intimate, you know, this is how we get creativity and this is now it's all online and explaining, you know, maybe art projects might be a little bit difficult. Yeah. You know, I, something that I've struggled with as far as, um, you know, switching online, especially with teachers is I, I'm not, I've never been a student. I love, I love in-person classes. I've always taken in-person classes because I don't want to get distracted and I want to stay on top of, um, my assignments and need a teacher to say, you know, Hey, just to let you guys know, like you should be working on this and this and this, and then I'll write it down in my little planner. And then I know like it's in there. Okay. I'm ready. But with how things have been going, like I will, I will, you know, be working on some stuff in other classes. And then all of a sudden I'll be like, Oh shoot, was there something due tomorrow? You know, was there, and I'll have to like actually physically go out of my way to go check and see like, what, what do I have? What's on the syllabus? Like, what do we have to do? Because not all teachers send those remind apps, unfortunately, you know, that's been something that I've really been struggling with is staying on top of, you know, Josephine, you had said you had seven classes. I have five and I'm absolutely swamped. You know, I have a friend that's taking three classes and she's absolutely swamped. So it's really difficult to, um, sort of uh, want, want to learn a certain way and then it switch on you and then it not maybe go the way that you have. So with that being said, Becca, do you have any like constructive criticisms for any of your professors that you've had this semester? Yeah, so my professors have been a little, have been on pretty opposite ends of the spectrum. Um, some of my professors are super understanding of not only the academic stress that the COVID-19 pandemic brings, but also the mental health of all of the students. Um, and maybe like family home situations um, are like the risk of a lot of things are higher just because we're stuck at home, we're stuck with the same people, family stress um, is just crazy high. So. That professor um, is very understanding in the fact that she made a new syllabus where all the dates were just like there. So we have everything written out for us. Um, she allows everyone to turn in something 
if it's due one day, she allows it until the end of the semester. So we can turn in assignments that were due, you know, in March, but we can turn it in, in May. Um, she actually made the final optional. So um, all it can do is benefit you. She constantly emails us and has amazing Zoom lectures um, where she's very prepared. On the opposite end of the spectrum, I have a professor who um, she says she doesn't really like technology. So she will just give, she tells us the assigned readings and then she says, fill out like the main concepts of this and turn this in every Wednesday. Uh, make sure you do the reading and I'll give you a study guide. And then she emails us like maybe once every other week. Um, so it's very different spectrum or like sides of the spectrum. Um, and I think the const constructive criticism I have um, for the professors who are struggling is just communicate with your students. I know that we're all going through this. Students have stress and professors have stress. No one asked for this. Um, but I think that communication in any relationship, whether it be teacher and student or like any relationship in the world, just communicate assignments that are due, feelings of stress, feelings of happiness, like anything that will have the other person know how you feel will benefit because there's never too much communication. Um, so I think that is the main thing. And also words of encouragement are a lot better because we're all feeling scared right now and because we're all stressed um, with school and finances and, and life in itself. I think that just being encouraging and supportive, um, knowing that professors are still there for you um, is very uplifting. And when I have a positive look on my professor, I feel like I have a more positive outlook on my class. Mm, That's just my personal definitely. experience. So um, I think just support, positivity, and communication are the main three things. Yeah, I, I, I could see like a difference in, I have one class where all my teachers have for the most part been really understanding and really um, helping out with everything that's been going on and understanding of just this is this is so unprecedented and but you can see there's a difference between the teachers that there I had one teacher that um like she immediately sent like the syllabus and this is what we're doing and like you have to be you know in class at 8 30 in the morning every Friday and it was very like strict and then I had another class where our first zoom meeting when this all happened she was like first off I just want to ask how are you guys mm -hmm. You know, how, how are things going? Like yeah, I could only, this is, and, and that goes so far, just that little question, like did so much for, for me. And I think all the other students of, um, you know, giving those kind of words of encouragement that you were. Oh, wait, Parker, did you unmute? I can't hear you. <laughs> oh, Parker, I can't hear you. So, yeah, just. Oh, he froze. No. <laughs> R.I.P. Excuse me, we're having some technical difficulties here, which happens with, uh, with some online learning. <laughs> but what I was saying was just her asking us that question about um, how things have been going, asking us on a personal level how things have been just went a long way with me and a bunch of other students. So with that being said, uh, being students and going through this stay-at-home order, what do you guys miss most about the campus life? What do you guys miss most about... 
um, you know, being on campus and just kind of using the library or is it, you know, going to Starbucks or is it meeting with your friends? We can leave this open to anyone who would like to answer it. I liked walking around campus. Um, I don't know. It was something about like walking from my class to the student success center where I work back to class to the TSU and just having that freedom to just like basically carelessly walk through campus and go to Starbucks if I need Starbucks because <laughs> I have a late night, you know? Yeah. Um, but that's probably what I missed the most. Josephine, anything um, you missed about campus life? I think similar to Sydney, just like the freedom of being a student, just walking literally anywhere and just the familiarity of like Cal State Fullerton because I'm going to be done I'm graduating and I don't even know how many weeks, whatever. I'm so I'm off track of whatever we're supposed to graduate, whenever we're supposed to graduate, but just like walking next to the TSU and then just seeing like on Tuesdays, the farmer market being there, just like walking mm -hmm. next to the library or just the familiarity of campus. And like, that's going to be gone for me. Yeah. Soon. And it's, it's been gone for like a month now. So yeah, I just going to miss being a college student <laughs> in general. Becca? I just miss the overall atmosphere, um, like they were saying. I feel like I get a lot of work done when I am in an environment that I feel um, I thrive in and like productivity um, is really high when I'm around other students. When I'm in the library, I love going to like the same table at the fourth floor because I just feel like I work the best there and I'm around other students who are also working really hard and it motivates me. Or like going to coffee shops um, right next to, to campus, I feel like I work well there. And so um, I think it's a mix of the environment and then also how my productivity and motivation is influenced by the environment that I was in on campus. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, right now we, we have to really go out of our way to have interactions with people too. Yeah. You know, I, I, even though it is a commuter school and even though, you know, I don't talk to the other students in the class, you know, very much, like at the same time, it is good being around other people. And it is, you know, I remember earlier this semester before this all happened, I was, you know, sitting at Starbucks and Josephine and Becca, you guys just came up to me and we started chatting you know, and I'd see you guys around and we'd always stop and just have a little talk about how things are going. Can you guys still hear me? Yeah. Okay. It froze a little bit. <laughs> um, so I think I miss that. I miss, I miss just those little interactions. Now we have to go out of our way in order to, you know, talk to people. Maybe we wouldn't normally talk to people. Yeah. Um, so, so I'm going to ask a couple more questions and then we'll wrap up here. So as a child and adolescent development major, what have you learned? Um, I don't know. I don't know if you guys have been doing maybe um, classes that you work with kids in or what you've been learning with working with kids, but what have you learned from this stay at home order about teaching children and about, you know, maybe what teachers at elementary schools might be going through? Is there anything that you guys would like to say as in regards as child and adolescent development majors learning that? Honestly, I ha think about this often. My mom works um, in an elementary school. She's the vice principal there. And hearing about the craziness going on at the elementary school level is crazy. Um, they've had to give out laptops and hotspots, um, and they only did a drive-by, so they weren't allowed to go to their cars. Um, students still come in the mornings to pick up their 
breakfast and lunch for those who um, get hot lunch and are on the um, list for that. Um, and then also teachers are struggling to figure out like how to communicate with their students. A lot of students, um, even now, and they've what, we've been on the stay at home order for a month, still haven't gone online um, mm -hmm. to talk to their teachers. And um, I think their teachers are worried about like how the students are doing and what their home life is like. Trying to do IEPs through Zoom, yeah. having a translator come on for those who need it. It's been crazy to hear. Um, and I just, I can't even imagine a teacher or, or even a student currently right now during the pandemic. Yeah, especially, especially the parents. You know, they have, they had their lives, you know, and their routines that they had. And now they have, you know, their kids at home and they have to adjust to, to being, you know, now their teachers, you know, not only their parents, but also these, you know, teachers that are responsible for, you know, their cognitive learning. Um, so I think it's just been such a crazy mess, but, and I know how stressed teachers are, but hopefully, you know, teachers are going to learn something from this as well. Um, thank you guys so much for, for joining me. You guys sounded so amazing and gave such great answers. It just what I was looking for. So before we go, I just wanted to ask you, what are some things I want to ask everybody? What are, what are maybe one or two things that you've been grateful for, um, out of this stay at home order and during this quarantine, what, what's something you maybe have learned or something that you can appreciate? Is there anything that you guys got? I'm quarantined with my family. So I have three siblings and my parents. So, um, it's kind of nice to just be able to finally hang out with my siblings. Yeah. Um, I have two younger and one older and sitting at the table in the kitchen like doing our work together and my brother um he works for the city so he's doing like his plan checking and it's just nice to have everyone home and be able to like finally spend some quality time with them that I wasn't having while I was still in school awesome Josephine what about you um there's so many things to be that's another thing to be there's so many things to be grateful for but I think the one thing that I'm really grateful for during this quarantine is time for myself and by myself. Um, I think in general, like most people, like we're really social creatures. And as much as I do miss company of others, it's really nice to kind of understand at the end of the day, I'm like the only one who's truly there for myself. So like having my alone time when I usually would be busy is really nice. So I'm grateful for this time in isolation. <laughs> <laughs> and Becca, what about you? Josephine, you stole my answer. <laughs> no, but I was just going to say, like, before um, this whole quarantine thing went down, I was going to school full time. I was volunteering a few times a week and I was working 40 to 50 hours a week. Mm -hmm. So I was just like always um, on the go and always doing something. So since I only work like maximum eight hours a week right now, um, it's really given me time to slow down and self-reflect on um, just what is best for myself and understanding that it's okay to think of myself and to take care of myself. And that's one thing I'm focusing on. Um, and also finding out what I like doing 
because I don't have much to do. Um, so like picking up random things like embroidery and painting, I've been cooking dinner every single night for my family. So trying out new recipes, baking and all that stuff. So I think I'm just really grateful for the time that we have to spend with the people we love and also figure out like myself and what I like to do because it's fun. <laughs> yes. Thank you girls so much. Amazing, amazing interview. You guys were incredible. I, I just want to say that we, during this whole stay at home order, um, it's going to end eventually. We don't know when, but eventually this is going to end. And you know, I, I think sometimes maybe I'm going to miss it. Am I going to miss, you know, being able to just kind of stay at home and stay, you know, I live with roommates and we get along really well and we've been cooking every single, every single night and we've been having dinner together. And I think sometimes I'm going to miss it. So I'm trying to cherish it, even though it is tough and there are stresses, especially as students. Um, I'm trying to cherish it as much as possible. Um, thank you guys so much. I, I can't wait for you. I'll send this over to you and when, when it's all over. Um, but other than that, thank you. And you guys are, you guys are free to go. All right. Thanks everyone. Thank That's you. Fun.